Yes. How you guys doing? Good. I don't know. Good. God bless you. I don't know. Um. Obviously, you know, from the last episode we released, we had a one month. We had a one month. Uh, we we talked about we had a one month ban, strike, copyright strike because of Lady Gaga. But uh, in that one month, we were we we missed some things, some cultural cultural events. Hey, speak English, huh? One of them happened to be the release of season three of the best show in Netflix's history, Stranger Things. And in this show, they just captured everything again. The excellence of the show. And let's talk about it a little. I'm going to give you like 10 minutes on it because we've all watched it. I think it's a disservice not to talk about it just for a little bit. We missed it. It was like right when our band happened. It's like we can't release any episodes. All right. So I'm going to give you my top five of this season or just in general. Yeah, just of this season. And... Uh, yeah, let's get the fuck into it. Number five, the atmosphere of the show. When you watch a show, there's a way Stranger Things makes you feel every single year. This weird sense of nostalgia that I don't even have because I'm not even born in the 80s. Some of the stuff they reference to, I have to go watch some movies that they're linked to. I have to go watch and just, and then it's like, oh my God. Like, they're on another level, the the Duffers, the Duffer Brothers, the way they write. And they were able, the way the Duffer Brothers are able to build this atmosphere every single year around the show, around each episode, or around each moment. It's just so, it's Stranger Things. They know what the show is, and it's a sense of this, this fan service they do. But at the core of it is what they were writing when a little girl gets captured and now she's a, she's this spy. She's a super weapon. And it's built around this cast and this vulnerability. A bunch of misfits. It's so it they know what it is. And they pull, like they pull it off every single year and it's great. Mike leaving Eleven's house, meeting up with Max, Lucas, and Will, sneaking through Scoops Ahoy to and we see Robin and uh Steve there. You have kids playing in the background, the 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 soundtrack song, which we started the show with, and uh, they they sneak in the Day of the Dead. It's like, dude, as Chris Ryan would say, inject that into my veins. It's so beautiful. It's so great. I want that every single year. That sense, and they do it differently every single year. The first time you go back and watch, you watch it. When I first heard something coming. When Will said that, I mean, Mike, I'm like, I'm going to spend, when I first watched Stranger Things, I think it was my senior year of high school, right? I, I was a Tuesday or Wednesday night. It was just really second day. And I saw like the Demogorgon in the, in the background of like the, of the, um, of like, I guess like the emblem on, or the cover on Netflix. And I watched the first Literally the first fifth, the first three minutes of the show, I was like, "Yeah, I'm staying up to watch the entire thing." I stayed up. I started watching at eleven, and I ended around like seven or eight a.m. And I just didn't go to school the next day. I just fell asleep. And from that moment, it's like I want this. I love this atmosphere. It's so great. They build it every single year. Number four, number four, uh, growing up with the cast. Not 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 them in the outside world, but eleven. Mike, Will, Steve, Nancy. Um, Joyce 
chief. Alexi. Uh, um, but just growing up with this cast since my senior year, every single year we get to spend eight, nine hours with these characters. And it raises the stakes every time it gets bigger. It gets bigger. It gets better. Could they die? To the point where when they're leaving, when Will and the Byers family is leaving with Eleven, it's like, hey, this is fucking where you're like, hey, it's okay to be emotional at this moment because like we've been through it with them and now we're seeing them separate. Like it's hard and you can't just do that without the the genius of the Duffer Brothers and building these characters and having these character arcs where we feel for Billy at the end of the when he dies. And shout out to the, what's his name? Dacre Montgomery, who plays Billy. The way he was able to play himself, like this mixture of Billy, we could see him at certain moments where it's like, hey, he's a bully. But in the core, he's still a human being. And he's scared that this monster, that he's a host for a monster. And he portrays that in like his eyes. But he's like, he's moving for the monster. The way he's able to do that is otherworldly on another level of acting shout out to him but this the the overall growing up with the characters just wonderful number three the evolution of the monster again building it up building it up but to the point where it doesn't get stale where it's using now hosts like on a grander scale it's evolving, it's evolving. Now we're starting to get what feeds it, what it wants to do, this entire mind flare. And then having the battle at the end, Eleven losing her powers. Nothing about the show becomes stale. We want to be with it. And it the, the, they were able to raise the stakes in a way where it's like, what are they going to do this year? Because we saw the Demogorgon, and then we saw the Demidogs and the mind flare, and then we're like, how does the mind flare what is the mind player going to do now that it kind of has his back against the wall? And we saw it, and it's, they pulled it off every single year. It's so great. Love it. Um, the use of the rats. But I thought really it was really important for Eleven to lose her powers at one point where it's like, okay, we're going to do this. It's not just one. It's together. And she still helps, and it's wonderful. What a great character she is. She's such a good actress, too. Um, number two. Chief Jim Hopper. I could just leave it at that. That's it. And just go on. Oh, man. He's such a flawed... He's such a flawed human. But our his flaws are what makes me, in particular, love him. We Everybody knows that, like... Because he, he's definitely not perfect. And the way he makes conversation with individuals is not perfect. The way he goes about his life is not perfect. But the way like the David Harbor plays him is um is perfect. The oh man, I don't even know how to articulate myself. He fulfills these tropes that in my life I've always loved, but sometimes can be corny. And it has to do with that that the, that that Duffer Brothers writing and him able to portray this character this certain way. Where he is, again, like the kids are vulnerable kids. He's in a vulnerable adult. Amazing. Amazing. I don't even know. He, that character is so complex. 
and everything comes out of him being a good-hearted human being. He just wants to find like a sense of like where he can just sit down for a minute and go like, okay, finally, this is like this is we're good. We can get we can we can sit for one second. Like at the end of season two, where he's with Joyce in the parking lot, it's like we feel happy, so happy for him. And he brings us to this point, or when he's reading that letter, it's like we're now listening to his heart. And it's like, hey, it's okay that you're crying. That's what I'm telling myself. It's okay. You love this character. All right. Sorry if I wasn't able to articulate myself that well. Um, number one, I'll preface it with this there's some things that bring television shows from one level from good to great from great to amazing from great from amazing to the best show on television breaking bad jesse and walter that relationship between the two we just saw it in euphoria rue and jewels that's explosive material they're so good together we we've seen this with this cast that same type with these characters the pack will lucas dustin mike 11 bringing in steven nancy steven jonathan joyce in chief we see it every single we, we we've seen it with the show but what they were able to do this year with the super the scooper troopers pack i've never been so engaged in loved moments just the way they're able to the way they they play it and they've written it where at the core of it it's it's this kid dustin who he's smart but he's not too smart where it's like you've seen these characters before in like i don't know the ring where the kids are not this fucking smart because in some shows you'll see like kids are just always correct they're just correct. And their super smart kid is always correct. And he knows all. And Dustin has that kind of aura around him. But there's moments like at the end of season two. Where he's explaining to Chief Hopper. That it's like hey. The mind flare is this, this, this and this. He's the central nervous system of the monster. He controls it all. And he's like alright so what does that mean? And Dustin's like I don't know. I'm just saying it it's like those moments and it's the same thing when they're attacking going into the russian base they don't know what's going to happen next they're kids they're kids even when you're 18 17 18 like robin and steve you're still a kid you don't know you don't know everything in this world now is like we know everything we know everything we know everything everything's in front of us But there's a sense of vulnerability. It's like, you know what? I don't know what's in front of us, but let's go for it. Let's go into the abyss when you're a kid. It's okay not to know. It's fun. And I love, and I love the way they did it with Priya, Dustin, Robin, and Steve. The, the inner relationships in that, in that circle too. All of them with Priya. They all have this certain back and forth. Robin and Steve, kind of like this love this this love between the two. And then Dustin and Steve. And then the way Robin interacts with Dustin. Where it's like, hey. like, <laughs> Oh my god. It's wonderful. The way they're able to capture that between the two. The back and forth. The banter. And just the overall 
like, hey, at this court, I think that shows that that part of the show, that storyline sh- is what the show is. Like, hey, we're kids. We're writing a show about kids. And the show will always be about kids. And that's the core of it. That's the core of it. And it's wonderful. Uh, char- honorable mentions, character arcs, Billy. Amazing. Jonathan, Steve, Hopper, Joyce. Just the character arts. Susie. Never ending story. Great. Um, shout out to Maya Hawk as Robin. Just wonderful. Just wonderful stuff. Um, from what I've read about uh, the show, though. For me, the show, again, is above criticism. I don't think they can do anything wrong. And other people, just that's in my world. It's just, it's done, it's done so much for my, like, just, just for me that it's above criticism. I love it. I just love it. But, um, the show, I've heard that because they're starting to shoot the last, the supposed last season and, um, October. I don't know how long it's going to carry them to, but, uh, so kind of similar to Breaking Bad when AMC came up to Vince Gilligan who wrote Breaking Bad and they're like, Hey, we need, we want to do a couple more seasons. And he's like, no, I don't know what happens. Spoiler alert for Breaking Bad, by the way. I don't know what happens after Walter gets shot. I don't know when Jesse drives away. I don't know what happens after because that's not my story. The story ends at that moment. I can't do season five. I can't do season six because you know why? I don't have a season six. And from previous interviews uh, with the Duffer brothers that I've listened over the years, it just seems like they have that same kind of mentality. It's like, Oh, the kids are getting, are going to, are getting older. We have a story to a certain point and we're going to storytell, but doing a disservice to the show itself and being like, Hey, we're, we're going to keep on going when the story in our minds has ended it seems like they're going to stop it after season four. And I give even bigger kudos to them because they're not going to let money talk speak for them. They're going to let the show and what their message is going to be. And whatever they do, I'm still going to support it. And I just love them. What they've done is just magical. All right. Cool. Good. All right. That was 15 minutes almost on the dot in three, two, one. All right. Bye.